you've you've ruined it for Cam because he said, "Oh, it's the beard episode." Oh, I mean, I can go put mine on. I took it off. I thought it would be reasonable, but maybe just drape your hair. Yeah, this is actually a beard. <laughs> there you go. It's not not the beard. There you go. All right, welcome to the Christmas episode of Conversely that's going to discuss Christmas and other holidays. And I've got three wonderful guests here that have various backgrounds and experiences with different holidays. And just a quick warning to anyone who might listen to these episodes with kids that we are going to discuss Christmas-related things from the perspective of people who know about such Christmas-related things. Um, Nothing too spoilery, but... And I hope that this is coded enough that the people that need to know what I'm talking about will know what I'm talking about. All right, so I'm going to introduce everyone in the order they're on my screen. So Cam is up first. Cam Fowler. You may be familiar with Cam from, uh, I believe you've been on two episodes before. Yep. He's still not a hockey player. <laughs> and never will be. <laughs> and he's probably still got a job that's not as exciting as what it says on LinkedIn. So and he just came back. Like, when did you, how long have you been back home now? You were just uh, traveling like 30 minutes. I've been, yeah, back. I was going to say you just got oh, wow. back from Indiana, yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. yeah so you right. had a long drive this morning, right? Did. Or did you fly? I, I drove, you drove, okay. drove about halfway last night and the rest of the way this morning. Yeah. So if, if you hear snoring halfway through the episode, just it's cam catching up. <laughs> All right. Next up is David, who some people are know him better as Ranksk on YouTube. Um, he solves puzzles and likes to figure out names of adorable pets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you can, if you want to find Ranksk on YouTube, just look up Ranksk. Anything else you want to tell people about yourself? Uh, I'm a programmer by trade. Unfortunately, okay. YouTube is not my day job yet, or may never be, but. Working on it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's getting better. Uh, guessing animal names apparently is very popular. So. Yes, yes. There, there's a. It's called Adoptal, right? The game. Yes, the game's called Adoptal, and uh, they actually find real, real cats and dogs up for adoption at shelters uh, all around the U.S. And then you're. It's like a Wordle type game where you're guessing the name of the animal, but you get to look at the their picture while you guess. So it's cuter. So basically, he makes makes shorts with cute animals on them, and so yeah. And so I now have two shorts with over 6 million views uh, for that. Wow. And I am I think by Christmas, actually, I will have 100,000 subscribers. So, Very nice. Congratulations. Thank you. And so obviously millions of views. You're just rolling in the YouTube money. Why do you have another job still? <laughs> That's what <laughs> people like to think anyways. Right? Millions of shorts views doesn't pay quite as well as millions no, of No, uh, it doesn't, unfortunately. All right. And then Joe Lynn. Um, also back from, I think you've been on two episodes. Well, Dave, oh, I guess I didn't say David's been on a previous episode, but um, people, I'm sure people, they already know. They've got it memorized who was on yes. what episode, right? The true fans do. And I think JoLynn's been on twice. She's yep. still enrolled at Iowa State, I assume. Haven't Barely. Haven't out, flunked out yet? Nope. <laughs> you have finals? Did you have finals earlier this week? Is that what I heard? Yep, I'm all done now. So I got a month off. Oh, congrats. Okay. Thank well, at you. least a month, yes. depending on the results, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be longer, hopefully. That's the plan. Flunk out, yep, then yep, do yep. whatever I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, because that's what happens when you don't have a job. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Yes, yeah. that's what I've been promised. Yeah, yeah. So a semester at school now, how's having a roommate and all that jazz going? It's good. <clears throat> you actually just missed her. She just left. So that's why this is this lovely bed that you see in the back of me in this very small room. But I've been enjoying it. I like my studies. I get along with my roommate, so... It's very nice. 
Nice, nice. And your major is? Bio pre-med, but more towards now PA school. Very nice. Cool. All right. Well, now that everyone is reacquainted with everybody, first, let's do some would you rathers because those have been popular. It's a good way to get into the topic. So, would you rather volunteer to make a thousand Christmas cookies or volunteer to decorate a hundred Christmas trees? Thousand cookies, because my family has a tradition of making Christmas cookies, and that's about how many we make anyway. So okay, so pretty you much have every year, plenty of I experience a, with that. I do a thousand Christmas cookies, and what what specific? I mean, do you sugar cookies and frosting, or what kind of cookies do you guys do? Uh, like the gingerbread kind of cookies and sugar cookies mostly. Yeah, it's just kind of a mix of those two. And then the kids were small; they would decorate. Everybody would get together and kind of decorate them. So and then mm. and then we spent the rest of the week eating them. So <laughs> nice. Are we eating these cookies or just making them? Well, so, I mean, volunteer to make cookies. You, I mean, you can't make cookies and not eat a few of them. You yeah. have to test them, right? Yeah. You got to make sure they're <laughs> Whenever not Whenever my wife makes cookies, I always say, I better test them to make sure you didn't poison them before we exactly. give them to anyone mm-hmm. else. So. Yeah. I'm sure they're okay. So I would say you probably could eat some of them, but not all of them. And then the tree decorating, like, how, how does that work exactly if I'm doing, you said 100 trees? Yeah, that's a lot of decorating. I think the cookies are just, there's more reward for the cookies because you do get to try them. And then also I feel like it's just mm-hmm. easier to make that many cookies than to decorate that many trees. Yeah. And I guess it depends how uh, how well you're decorating the trees, right? I think some people really some like tinsel to tinsel on it and move on. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the trees is probably more work for sure. I think some yeah. people just maybe enjoy decorating trees and would choose that, I suppose. But all right. So I think everybody's... Everybody's making cookies, so we're going to have 4,000 cookies, yep. it seems. Well, we could just work as a group and have 1,000 cookies in less time. So we would each do how many, then? 250. 250. <laughs> I said it first. I think oh, I was first. But... Actually, I heard Cam first, but, you know, with delays of mine and... Fine, fine. <laughs> just blame it we'll on the it university Cam. internet, and it's, it's, there's that, more that lag. That is what I'm going to blame it on. Yeah. I'm still going to blame it on that. Yeah. All right. All right, so next question. This one might be a little bit more divided. Maybe not. We'll see. Would you rather experience uh, Christmas, and we could expand it to just holidays in general, really. Would you rather experience a holiday in 1700 or in 2200? So in the past or in the future? I'd say the future. I feel like I'd want to see what traditions still stuck around and what traditions have changed and also just like the health reasons like I feel like I don't want to deal with like all of the medical issues that were probably going on back then yeah I don't really want to risk getting smallpox to be honest exactly um yeah I I'm honestly I'm, I'm much more interested in seeing the future than than seeing the past I feel like we we already can learn mm-hmm. about the past but we we don't know what the future holds um, I guess it depends on whether you have a dystopian view of what what twenty two hundred will be or not, because uh, right. you know you, there could be health issues in twenty two hundred as well. Um, That's yeah. true. If you brought somebody from the past to now, they wouldn't be immune to all of the things that we are immune to now. So you could have the same type of issues with yourself going forward. Yeah. Yeah, we've adapted to our environment and time, and so yeah. you know, people who live within their times have were born and and adapted to whatever pathogens are there so i don't know if you know if the disease argument holds although in 2200 medical science will have improved hopefully so presumably but <laughs> maybe maybe we yeah. should just 
not discuss the medical part and just assume that you won't get sick from this experience. But yeah, let's um, assume that you have some magical vaccination that protects you either direction you go. How about that? <laughs> Assuming I can go back to 1700 without getting cholera or dysentery or some other lovely <laughs> disease. I, I think I would go back to 1700 because one, I heard they really know how to party back then. And two, I'm not sure the AI overlords are going to be that, that uh, big on holidays mm. by 2200. So, so 1700 for me. Wow. You know, I feel like I almost need to start like uh, a side bet thing going for for listeners of the show on how long is it going to take into the episode before AI gets mentioned? Because it has been <laughs> every episode, no matter what we're talking about, we're always come back to AI and the future. And <laughs> it's amazing how mm-hmm. so that's what everybody is thinking about right now. Apparently, we had a whole episode specifically about that, but it feels like it comes up in almost every episode. That's interesting. So another interesting thing about the 1700 specifically, or not that specific year, but the fact that it's old enough is, you know, a lot of our Christmas traditions and things that we think of for Christmas, a lot of them sort of started with the the Night Before Christmas poem, which was mm-hmm. written in 1823. So if you go back to 1700, um, I don't, I'm not enough, I don't know enough about history to know how things would be different. But I think Christmas would be a lot different because like hanging stockings up, there was no reindeer pulling Santa's sleigh before that poem. Well, at least, or maybe there was reindeer, but we didn't know about them. (laughs) (laughs) That is when his secret came out. (laughs) From a Jewish perspective, it's actually interesting because I feel like Jewish traditions have been preserved pretty well. You know, you go back to 1700s, Mm -hmm. the services Mm -hmm. will be similar. Um, although I, I do think that, you know, there are the different branches of Judaism and certainly services have become more accessible to the modern audience in certain branches and certain branches have tried to preserve that more thoroughly. So it would be interesting to see a, you know, a Jewish ceremony in the 1700s. Um, I doubt in the 1700s, there would be much Hanukkah celebration at all. Uh, it's kind of a minor holiday. Um, but like going back and, mm-hmm. and seeing one of the high holidays like Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur maybe would be would yeah. be interesting to see what was the same and what was different. And whether, you know, how accessible is it to find a Jewish ceremony in 1700s? I mean, obviously I wouldn't be where mm-hmm. I am now. Uh, there would only be Native right. Americans. But, um, uh, you know, somewhere in the U.S. or where would I have to go? Uh, how far would I have to travel to find one? Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I suppose over... Yeah, I don't know. In 1700, um, I mean, even like the East Coast and, you know, would there be mm-hmm. much? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's before the U.S. was a country, obviously. Yeah, there, there was a lot of immigration from Eastern Europe. I want to say the 1800s. And that's mm-hmm. when my family yep. came over mm-hmm. to to the U.S. Uh, so, you know, 1700 is, is long before that uh, mass immigration. Yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned that the services would be fairly similar. And I feel like a, a, a Christian church service for Christmas would be fairly similar still, too. But a lot of the other, uh, you know, non-religious <laughs> Christmas stuff yeah. is what's changed, I think. Although, Silent Night wasn't written until the 1800s. So, I mean, that's just mm-hmm. like, if you think of Christmas service at church, like that Silent Night is <laughs> one of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. So it would be different, even though I think kind of what, you know, what a service is like would be similar. Yeah. 
depending on what church you're going to, too. I mean, some churches are a lot different. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and so so what other, if you weren't going to go back and see, let's say you're going back to the past. If you're not going to see a Christmas, what holiday would you want to see in 1700? We're obviously not going to Independence Day uh, <laughs> in 1700. Um, so you mentioned the other, some of the other Jewish holidays would be interesting. Yeah, but. actually, the Jewish holiday I'd be most interested in seeing is um, Pesach or Passover uh, in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that that tradition goes back very far, and I, I'd be, you know, it's also um, there's food involved, which is great, um, mm-hmm. but also very specific kinds of food and very specific restrictions on what you can eat. So that would be interesting to attend a, a 1700s, you know, Pesach seder. Yeah, with your uh, your bitter stuff and your your different foods. Yeah. Yep, yep. Are there any secular holidays that? Yeah, that's what know. I was trying to think. I was trying of. to think of which ones would have been. I feel like a lot of the secular holidays are more recent than that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't have Labor Day and Memorial Day. <laughs> All these things mm-hmm. that we think. Do you of have now. Halloween? Probably not. So Columbus that's what I was Day. thinking is Halloween. Um, it probably. I don't Definitely know. Definitely no Valentine's have... Day. I think Halloween was around but it just probably wasn't as like commercialized as it is now. Um, well, I mean, you used to have All Saints Day. Exactly. And then All Hallows' Eve became Halloween. I think there was, I was just going to look it up when it started. It says it has its, this is from the Library of Congress, so we can trust them as a source, right? Sure. Hopefully. It says Halloween has its roots in the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. A pagan religious celebration. Welcome to harvest at the end of summer. Uh, in the eighth century, they designated November first as a, as All Saints Day. Basically, um, they didn't necessarily call go. it that, but yeah. So, so it's it was definitely a thing in the 1700s. So yeah, I think in general, harvest them. festivals are are the good ones, right? Yes, mm-hmm. those are the the parties, lots of food. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I suppose a lot of the holidays that we celebrate now weren't a thing back then, which is funny because that's not. Exactly. It doesn't feel like that's that long ago, right? Yeah. Depends on if you're American uh, or European, right? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. true. Yeah. I've got an Olymp. If I can pick an area, I wouldn't mind to experience uh, Chinese New Year, which I assume has gone back for Ooh, some. Yeah. For would be still celebrated in the 1700s or in before. Yeah, I'm so. sure. Yeah. So if I could if I could pick a geography and do that, I think you know that's that's a big celebration and seems like a lot of fun. So that would be fun to go there. In general, New Year is fairly secular, isn't yeah. it? I wonder how long we've so, been yeah. celebrating, you know, the the non Chinese New Year, our New Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I mean fireworks were invented, you know, back in before the year one thousand. I'm pretty sure <laughs> back in the hundreds. <laughs> yep. So they would have had interesting. Probably, maybe more interesting, more dangerous fireworks, potentially. Yeah, probably. Which is part of the draw. Ago. I mean, honestly. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Possibility of death? Yeah, they definitely the would be more dangerous. I don't know if they would be more exciting or not. I'm not, I'm not really sure, yeah. but cool. All right, well, so building off of that, a question I have is what is the ideal holiday? And I don't mean like which holiday is the best. I mean like if you were designing a new holiday like what what's an ideal holiday what things do you like about holidays everybody seems to like holidays for the most part what makes the ideal holiday 
I think for me, I just love having community together, like my family or my friends, like having a sense of community and just getting together and catching up. And I think that food kind of connects with that because there's like a draw for everybody. Everybody likes food. So if you present food, that brings more community. But I think those two things are important for me. And that's what I enjoy about Easter and Christmas and birthdays, like just getting everybody together. I was going to say something very similar. And I think Thanksgiving kind of captures that spirit. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about secular holidays. Um least american thanksgiving i know that it's we also weird to think that thanksgiving is an american holiday pretty much exclusively mm-hmm. but uh yeah family and friends especially ones from afar and everyone gathering together having an excuse essentially to gather where there's an official everyone's off work and can travel and uh everyone's in agreement on what day that's going to happen and then you know good food family friends you know just seeing people you haven't seen in a long time um, making mm-hmm. sure that you stay, you preserve the relationships that you've had for a long standing. Um, that's what I really enjoy about holidays. Yeah, it's nice to have a, a non-religious holiday because it's it's a little more inclusive. You know, you can invite family and friends and it's it's a little more like that sense of community. I think that's what's really important. I mean, the religious holidays are great, um, you know, to celebrate also and have, you know, usually wonderful traditions associated with them. But it's it's nice to have a holiday like Thanksgiving, especially where you can share food. I think Jolin and Ranks are exactly right on that. And everybody just gets together. It's about the community and family and friends. So it's the most important thing. So what makes one holiday better than another then? The quantity of food. <laughs> <laughs> I measure them by the quantity of food. Out. That's it. How much food? Why does JoLynn say she likes Christmas and Easter and, you know, and not others? I think for me, as a person that has grown up in the Lutheran community, that is very important to me that I love getting together with family and I love that time together, but it's even more valuable and even more special when we all are able to then worship the God that we believe in together. That even makes that bond stronger when you're in a community that you agree with and that supports you and that understands you. So just getting to kind of have those two worlds that like feel like they're being pushed apart. Like we have like our friends and our family and then we have our relationship with God, but getting to connect those, I think is something that's very special. That's why I like Easter and Christmas. So for you, an ideal holiday is a religious holiday then? Yes. And then my birthday. I mean, because that's a holiday. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Yes, my idea would be one that I can spend at church and with my family. And uh, Cam kind of mentioned tradition, um, you know, so does an ideal holiday have traditions and sort of a history and a past with it? Or if you invented a new one, would that still be fine? I feel like if the purpose is there, then it would be okay to create a new one. But if you just make a new one and you're like, we're going to celebrate December 13th or December 14th, because that was the day we made a Conversely episode. Like, I feel like that would not hold as strong because there's not that sense of purpose behind it. I like the traditions because they they pass down from generation to generation, but they don't, they don't have to be old traditions. Like my, we've made several new traditions in my family that I, I think my kids will probably carry on. Like for instance, Thanksgiving, we watch a lot of the Thanksgiving episodes of a lot of TV shows. We like, like friends has some funny 
Thanksgivings and, and the classic for my family at Thanksgiving is we watch, um, how I met your mother, the slaps giving episode. If anybody's ever seen mm. that, it's absolutely hilarious. So, but we watch it every Thanksgiving. So I like this idea of making these new traditions, even, you know, that you can kind of carry on. So I do like a traditional aspect to a holiday. I think it just helps kind of make it fun and everybody looks forward to doing that thing, but it, it doesn't have to be an old tradition. I mean, it can be, it can be an old tradition or it could be a new one you make with your family, but it ties it together from generation to generation and just makes it, gives you a sense of like looking forward to something, I think. Mm -hmm. I think for me, one of the big aspects, and I, I briefly touched on this, is having it be a federal holiday that generally people mm -hmm. are going to have off. I know that there are people who work on federal holidays. Um, like my wife. <laughs> um, I think there's actually quite a few people. You know, we, we kind of forget that uh, national holidays, not everyone has off, uh, unless that's personal to you. But um, it does help quite considerably to have a uniform set of days that you know you're going to have off so that you can plan and, and meet together because not everyone's going to be able yeah. to line their vacations or things that are happening at work otherwise uh, or school or, or other things like that so other obligations mm -hmm. so it's nice to have an official set of days where you're obligation free and expected to you know be with friends and family and and carrying on these traditions yeah um, absolutely this is something the jewish community actually um has a lot of trouble with in, in most nations, um, which is that, you know, it's the, generally the Christian holidays that that are the official federal ones. And, you know, yeah. workplaces have to give you the time off most of the t mostly, but there's still a lot of trouble getting that actually through. And, you know, some of these holidays are long, like seven day long holidays. Well, that's and, what I was going to say. If you your know, holidays weren't eight days long. Then it <laughs> 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 but like, yeah, something like Pesach, you know, trying to take that yeah, entire yeah. holiday off or, yeah. um, you know, in quick succession, taking off, you know, Rosh Hashanah and then Yom Kippur a week later, things like that can be, can be tough for, for a Jewish person living even in the U.S., um, my own mother uh, got fired from her job uh, because mm -hmm. she took too many Jewish holidays off, and she did, you know, sue them. But she still lost her job, and you know that was a big whole, the whole thing. So you know, I, you know, someone who isn't as privileged to to be able to follow through on uh, being able to enforce those laws, like I, I think a lot of Jewish people, you know, do end up either having just work through the holidays or risk getting fired mm. uh despite what the law says wow. so um you know having holidays where it's really nice for jews to have secular holidays that are off which are times that you can get together with family because you know there's especially among large jewish communities especially more religious ones it's like christmas is not a special day for for the jewish people and you know there's other religions in the u.s as well where christmas is a special day so you can either choose to go well we're just going to ignore christmas and just treat it as a day off or we're going to get together on christmas anyway because that's when everyone has off and that's what my family does is we just we get together on christmas anyway and we you know we exchange so, gifts anyway in some ways it's more like a labor day or memorial day where mm -hmm. you're getting an extra day off but not for your religion yeah yeah exactly but then we do have these very important religious holidays where you know Oh, you're taking that day off. You know, you have to like go through the hoops, you know, every year to get those days off, as opposed to just oh, I assume we're off on Christmas. I assume we're off on New Year. You know, yeah. Those kinds of things. Yep. Now my wife works at a hospital, and so she does not automatically get holidays off. 
Mm-hmm. And it's always, yeah, it's always kind of interesting. Like uh, this year, she worked Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, the Friday, when most people are not working Thursday and probably not Friday. And mm-hmm. it's always, we're trying to coordinate with extended family and get together, like you're talking about. And, uh, oh, well, we could just do it Friday. Let's have Friday lunch. And it's like, well, she's got to work. <laughs> somebody has to see, they've got patients in the hospital that somebody has to see every day. So somebody's got to see them. So. It's a little different, but kind of similar where she doesn't um, automatically get some of those days off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should move some of the federal holidays to some of the Jewish like high holidays like Rosh Hashanah yeah. and Yom Kippur because I don't care flag days on June 13th or, or Labor Days on this day or that day. You could just move it to the some of the high holidays and that would at least help people maybe to uh, mm-hmm. to get some time off. Right. But part of the problem with that is they're not the same day every year. Right. You can move it around, though. Mm-hmm. It would be very confusing. Uh, I mean, Labor Day moves around anyway, but at least it's like, yeah, hey, it's the first exactly. day. But Jewish holidays can be a month apart because the, the Jewish yeah. calendar is lunar. And so lunar it doesn't calendar, line yeah. up with our months. And then they don't have leap years. Well, they do have leap years, but they're very rare and they add an entire month because it, it gets way out of whack. And then, you know, instead of adding a day to a single month every four years or whatever, you know, lunar calendars actually get off more quickly. But there's literally an, an extra month in some years. And so it, like, so the holidays drift forward and forward and forward, and then suddenly snap back a month. And so um, it can be really difficult. Like uh, most, most Jewish people I know, they just reference the calendar for, for the year to be like, when's, right. when's Rosh Hashanah? You don't know year? what it is. You, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so. Yeah. Well, and there's a little bit of that with um, the Christian holidays too, with, with Easter, we have the same kind of thing where it's following, a different calendar and it's at a different time every yeah. year so but it's still it's still roughly around like it's not gonna jump back a month like the mm, Jewish maybe not quite holiday. a month but it, it'll go several weeks sometimes yeah. it can be late march or the middle of april i mean it'll yeah. go three three weeks difference for sure exactly i'm not yeah. sure what the actual range is but like it's kind of early this year because ash wednesday is on actually on valentine's day Yep, it is. Do you know if it originally was trying to track Pesach and then just sort of I think, became its own thing? I think thing? that's kind of I think a similar so. type of thing, I think, yeah. Because, you know, the Last Supper was, was a, a Pesach, Passover, uh, Passover uh, Seder, yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of the idea. It's interesting. I didn't know that, like, it was so difficult for people in the Jewish community to get off those holidays. Like, I knew that it was in the law, like, they deserved that right to celebrate their culture and their religion but i didn't realize that it was like to the point of losing their jobs like that's and i'm sure it depends on where you live and where you where you work oh absolutely absolutely sure yeah but like still that's kind of awful yeah you know that's what it is you know uh, jews jews are a minority in in the united states and and i don't think we're the the most mistreated minority (laughs) in the u.s so no Um, sure but but uh yeah, that that's you know, it it's kind of a perspective of like, the majority gets certain assumptions that the minority does not get. Yeah. And you know there are laws to try to protect minorities, but those laws are only as good as how they're enforced. So. True. True. So what are, I guess I don't even know what are the what are the federal holidays. I don't even because I don't. I don't have a job that uses the, you know, yeah. and, and my wife doesn't get them off, whether they're, whether they're a federal holiday or not, she doesn't necessarily get them off. So 
Um, I don't even know what are the actual p- federal holidays. As someone in a public school, I know Martin Luther King Jr. Day in January, <clears throat> and then Valentine's Day in February. You don't get it off, but it's a federal holiday. And is it a federal holiday? No, I don't think Valentine's Wait. Day is. Or some uh, people call them so. bank holidays, I guess, too. There, is, there is a sure. Columbus Day, which some states have changed Columbus to Indigenous Day. People's Day instead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because um, Columbus wasn't and then, so great. Labor Day. Yeah. Memorial uh, Day. Memorial Day is... March. There's basically one every month except St. Patrick's August, Day? No. Wait. I don't think there's one in March or April. St. Patrick's Day is technically a holiday, but I don't know if but that's it's a, not fed- a federal I don't know what holiday. qualifies Easter. a federal Easter's holiday. Easter is a federal holiday that happens around Easter. that time. But it's on a Sunday, yes. so... I think usually... Days so, off but it's still a holiday. When, you, sh- you should get off Monday the next day. I don't think people usually get Monday off after Easter, do they? Uh, after Easter? Maybe? I have no clue. I like how you got a bunch of people that have no clue <laughs> about federal holidays. I asked the wrong people. Let's ask well, all these people that don't actually get off those days. I, I work for a university. Right, now, I just so looked I it up. I just Googled holidays. it. Yeah. I Googled it. This is from the Chicago Federal Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago. <laughs> Bank holidays. Here we there go. You go. So Bank New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, MLK, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, President's Day, which is also Washington's birthday. When's that? That's in February. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, Juneteenth. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, Ob- wasn't it Obama who added Juneteenth as a federal I holiday. I think so. I believe so. Think, Independence yeah. Day, obviously. Labor Day, Columbus Day, which, as you said, is sometimes Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, Veterans Day. That's right. I forgot about that one. November eleventh, yeah. and then Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. So Easter is not. So really, of yeah, the bank sense. holidays. Christmas is the only actual, you know, like religious. Thanksgiving sometimes can be a religious thing as well, but those are the only actual mm-hmm. religious ones on the list. Which I—that's interesting. Yeah, it, I think a lot of so most of them are secular, actually. Don't most Christian holidays happen on Sundays, or am I just yeah? A lot of them do. Yes, yeah. other than Christmas. And so for a bank, banks are, clo- are generally closed on Sundays anyway. Well, right, right. And anyway. so as far as like federal holidays that, you know, because most people, most people generally don't work on Sundays. And anyway, obviously lots of people do, but more people don't than do. But yeah, Th- that's another thing is actually Sundays being considered the holy day, you know, yeah. whereas Jewish people consider Saturday, Muslims Saturday. consider Friday. So mm-hmm. um, interestingly, in, in Israel, which is, you know, obviously very jewish state they they have the official holidays be lined up with the jewish holidays and so they 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 work six day weeks and they they just have off saturdays which is interesting yeah um that is interesting yeah and so i i believe the you know originally of course saturday was the sabbath right and the holy day and the reason it got moved to sunday was because of easter because Easter was a Sunday, and so then that became the new new Sabbath, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think also um, talking about like only Christmas being a um, bank holiday, I think also we need to take into account that a lot of like holidays and time that we get off are more cultural, like just like businesses close. So then a lot of people get their jobs off. Like I work at a hardware store and they close on Thanksgiving. So then I get Thanksgiving off. Even if like school didn't let me out, the business is closed. So 
workers aren't working or like the day before Christmas or the day after Christmas, most businesses will close out of respect to that holiday. And then Easter, they'll like close early Saturday or not open Sunday because of respect of it. Even if it's not like nationally, it's definitely culturally still there. Although there's there classically there's the President's Day sale and the Memorial Day sale where if there's a yes. sale, then the retail is open. Uh, it's like, hey, you have this day exactly. off, so come That's shopping. Um, uh, don't don't mind the workers who don't have the day off, right? Uh, yep. There's talk. Of, there's also That's talk true. of making election day a federal holiday, um, which yeah, I think is a good idea. But again, uh, some people would still have to work. There would be election day <laughs> Just sales. Like usual. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> don't most people that do polls like volunteers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but you there could would get still off be your day from work and. Tr- but volunteer. there would still be people. There's just like other holidays. There's still people that like there's some people would have to work at the hospital and people would have to true, work at true, this true, place true, and true. that place. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would turn That's into true. oh, everybody has the day off. They're gonna go to the polls and then go shopping. So the retail people are still gonna, yeah. So you wouldn't. That's true. But you would definitely if it was a holiday, uh, you know, a federal holiday, you would definitely have a lot more people that wouldn't have to work and would be able to get to the polls. So yeah. For sure. It would definitely help. But you're never going to be able to have a day that nobody has to work. I think Christmas comes closest to a day where there's still people working, emergency services, hospitals. Probably Thanksgiving and Christmas. I feel like those two are the ones. Pretty close. Yeah, Yeah, pretty close. Very. I mean, stores are closing sometimes on those days. I know like, you know, here the grocery store might be open in the morning on Thanksgiving and close early, you know, so. Yeah. Um, now, I have another anecdote uh, from the Jewish perspective of, yeah, for a Jews, Jewish people, many of them who don't do any kind of special celebration on Christmas, um, they still get the day off usually. Um, and so there's the idea of wanting to go out to dinner. And the only places that are open are the Chinese places. So generally, there's yeah. almost a tradition among the Jewish people to, to go <laughs> to go to Chinese restaurants on on Christmas Eve oh, or, or Christmas uh, you know Christmas Day. In the movie A Christmas Story, the the turkey gets ruined and they go out to eat and they end up at a Chinese restaurant. Because again, the Chinese people they they have their own holidays. They don't celebrate right, Christmas, right, so yeah. they're open a lot of the time. So, and they get all the business. <laughs> right. True. <laughs> I used to work in a movie theater though, Scott, and that's another one that, that in general, they were open, like not early usually, but for Thanksgiving. And I think Christmas day, they were open. You could go see a movie because a lot of people, you know, they're with their families, they have dinner, they've opened all the presents and then they're like, now what do we do? And, and a lot of movies have come out. That's the time where a lot of movies mm-hmm. come out in the winter. And a lot of people, that's their, their family tradition is we, we do yeah. our stuff and then we go to a movie. Yeah. And we go, yeah. go to a movie. Yeah. 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 Let's drink a lot and then go to a movie. I mean, what could go wrong? Right. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. It was actually great while I was in college because then I had a, you know, it was, I'd get all my family stuff done and then go work for a few hours. So yeah, worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. So our ideal holiday, it's a, it's a federal holiday. So people have the day off or most people at least. And it, it promotes community and getting together with people and food. Food, right? That's, that's our ideal holiday. And there's traditions. So, some some sort of traditions you can build up within your community. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what's your favorite holiday tradition? If you had to pick one thing, we're going to get rid of all holiday traditions, but you get to keep one. What are you keeping? 
I mean, Scott, are you counting the making of food as a tradition, like having food at these holidays? Are you um, counting that as a tradition? We can say that that doesn't count. You can do. You can keep that. Because I, I, I'd like to take a poll. If that was a tradition, who would say food is definitely the thing? You I, I don't think having food is a tradition, but I think kinds Maybe of food specific can be a foods, yeah. like Thanksgiving, specific, yeah. Yeah. your turkey, your stuffing, like, your cranberry like sauce, eggnog at Christmas, or your turkey at you know Thanksgiving, that kind of stuff. If we're including that turkey stuffing and cranberry sauce, you know, that the the, the standard Thanksgiving plate, I, I, that's my favorite tradition. If See, we're no, I, I'm not, I don't like stuffing or cranberry sauce. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll have the turkey, but uh, turkey and gravy mashed potatoes. Now you're now you're talking. That sounds like a Midwestern yeah. dish right there. And macaroni and cheese. I usually end up making macaroni yes. and cheese every year for thanksgiving and christmas it seems like a lot of times i made a really good mac and cheese from scratch um for this thanksgiving and it it, it went over very well so what about what about cam and Lynn? what tradition it can be food it can mm. be non-food whatever well assuming what food's tradition? off the table well it's all in your stomach so it's off the table now. it's off you've the eaten. table yeah so i've already <laughs> eaten it so you've got to eat right i mean you have to eat <laughs> Yeah, you've you have to eat, eat anyways. You might as well eat at the eat. holidays. So. so you're going to eat the holidays. Yeah. I, I would say then the um, uh, some of the decorating and stuff so that you have, yeah. it, because it makes it feel really festive. I mean, for me, you know, and, and uh, terribly, I haven't decorated my house because we're going to travel for Christmas. So our house is not decorated for Christmas right now. But when you go and there's a tree and the ornaments there and, the you know, the, there's some presents under the tree. It just makes it feel so. I like the decorations, or even Halloween. You know, people put up stuff. I have a friend from Colombia, um, and she was up visiting, and, and and actually another friend from Brazil was visiting. We were all together for a meeting, and when we were driving around, they were like pointing out because they don't decorate as much down there, and they they loved all the houses that were lit up, and they thought that was just amazing. So, it's something that, you know when you drive around your neighborhoods and you see houses lit up. I mean, for me, that part is it just makes it feel like the holiday. So I, that's the tradition I think I like the most. Yeah, we actually yeah. have a tradition of driving around after the Christmas Eve service yeah. and looking at Christmas lights. Yeah, at people's houses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have another one. Okay. Not to interrupt you, Jolene. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, is it Jolene or Jolene? It's Jolene. Jolene, sorry. Yeah, I but you're good. I, I was thinking of the song. Jays... Um, just, just say no, Jol Jolene. Jolene. Call her Jolene. She loves that. <laughs> so many people sing this song to me. Have you ever been sung to as your first meeting of somebody? It's really, it's really great. The Dolly Parton song? Is that the yep, one they sing? I've had so many people sing to me. Like, I'm like, my name's Jolene. And they just start singing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, and I just have to wait for them to like finish. And I'm like... Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice. Are, are they afraid really you're going to Are they afraid you're going to take their man? Is that the problem? Is, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. I think so. Maybe I should just like calm them down and be like, "I promise I won't." It's all right. I am Jolyn. I'm not going to take your man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All in a row. That's my introduction yeah. now. That should be your introduction. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was going to say um gift giving is a great tradition. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, even the the giving part is is often more exciting to me than mm -hmm. the receiving of gifts often because, i agree but you know you put thought into what to give someone and uh you know your your loved ones and your family and your friends and you, know, you put thought into it and then you you get to see them receive the that gift that you that you got them uh mm -hmm. can feel really nice and, and i think i like the spirit of of giving in general mm-hmm 
Yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention that on our ideal holiday, but exchanging gifts might be part of that ideal we holiday. We probably have to add exchanging gifts, decorating with pretty lights, and candy. Yes. No, let's just take all the good stuff. Candy. Oh, yeah, candy. Yeah. I think for me, it's kind of a tie for like my tradition I would keep either kind of going off the gifts my family does this very specific tradition where we'll give out gifts on like Christmas and it's like this is from grandma this is from my aunt but then we have on Christmas Eve when we get back from the service we have Santa bags which like started out as stockings but my great grandma would just put them in bags and then um so we call them Santa bags and that's just like everybody puts their gifts and like whatever they are so you don't know who gave you whatever the gift is in that bag but I really like Santa bags those are just something special to my heart because of my family tradition or the Christmas Eve service just the somberness of it I that's one of my favorite things of Christmas is that service so I'd probably keep both of those if I can have two but if I have to have one probably the service yeah how, how do you feel about the fact that we do it at five o'clock and not late at night I don't mind it because okay. I actually prefer it because we have this. It's already dark anyways. It's right. December. So we have the service and then we go home and we have a little bit of food and then we do Santa bags. So it gives a nice, for my family, a nice close to the evening. Yep, Plus yep. then you have time to go look at lights, Scott. Yeah, yeah. I've got a question about the gift giving. Uh, it's actually to mm-hmm. you, David. Um, in the Jewish tradition, has... Gift giving always been a part of Hanukkah. That do you know? Is that always? A- I would say no. Um, I think okay. it's kind of a reaction to Christmas. Um, okay. The gift giving tradition of Christmas, and it's like, well, Hanukkah happens around the same time, and Jewish kids also like getting gifts. Um, sure but I think there is some tradition <laughs> of uh, the the more traditional Hanukkah thing is uh, the giving of gelt money. Um, whether you know, and that's kind of translated to we have these little chocolate coins. Um, that are often given to kids. Um, but, you know, I think that I'm not, I'm no expert on, on Jewish tradition, but what I've heard, um, which I don't know if it's apocryphal or not, but it's like often just, you know, when your grandparents would visit you, they'd give you money, right? Just traditionally. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, the grandparents visit on, on Hanukkah and it would give you yeah, money. Right. Um, but so There's, it wasn't that they were necessarily specifically giving it to him on Hanukkah. It just happened to be that that's when they visited. And when they visited, they also gave money. Yeah. Yeah. That so that, that could be the source of it. And then that sort of sure, became sure. more traditional. Um, so much of Judaism is just tradition that happens yeah. across generations. Um, that's not yeah. written really anywhere. And different communities have different traditions. But definitely the yeah, gift giving. You don't giving... turn into the Torah and see the, the, the traditions <laughs> yeah. of Hanukkah. Like, yeah. Must give money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's, that's the same way with Christian holidays, right? Like, True. We don't have, set, it's, it's all tradition that's evolved yeah. over the years. I think yeah. m- most religions do. And for us, it's like it's probably a throwback to the, the three wise men, right? They brought gifts, came bearing yeah. gifts. So right. then we, we started They're, giving therefore gifts. Therefore we give for, gifts, yeah. We give gifts, yeah. And, and Christian kids like getting gifts too, it turns out. So yeah. we share that in common. <laughs> maybe maybe just every kid likes giving a gift. I, think I don't even know point. if it's just kids. I think it's just people yes. in general like getting gifts, really. Yeah, that's true. Just people in general. But it starts when we're kids. Right. right and I would right. say people in general like giving gifts too. So. True. I think so. Yeah. As you, as you get older, I do I do find I enjoy it much more, David. I think I agree with you that I like giving the gifts more and, you know, getting them is nice, but it's it's always more fun to give stuff and see how excited the kids can be for for getting something. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring up uh, there 
I feel like it's a lesser known Jewish holiday. It's also one of the more minor ones and more modern ones, but it's called Purim or Purim. Um, Purim, yeah. And in Purim, there's traditional sweets that you eat, like these these sort of triangular shaped cookies with like fruit in the center that are really tasty. And then you dress up kind of like Halloween, but you dress up uh, and then you like dance around and party and drink and it's it's a it's a great time. So um, I think there's a lot of good stuff in like just generally like these holidays that people like to celebrate. A lot of it is like, isn't Purim yeah. the one where it's, it's the, the story of Esther, it's right? The story Isn't of Esther. What's... Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, a more kind of a newer story than most uh, Jewish holidays are based on. Yeah. Cause, cause all the, the Jewish people were saved by Esther from Haman and yeah. The whole yeah. Thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Haman had that, that three pointed hat. Uh, right. So that's Which why, why you have the, the triangular, triangular cookies. cookies triangle. For, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And it was made out of cookie. Is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His hat. <laughs> the cookie hat. Yeah, that story doesn't really uh, end um, in a kid-friendly way, but. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, a lot of Most a lot Old of our Testaments kids don't. Well, a lot of Old Testament stuff doesn't. That's true. Well, and a lot of yeah. uh, things related to kids stem back to something that's not kid friendly you know you talk about like ring around the rosy the song and it's talking about all, all of the, the <laughs> grim holo- the, the yeah. brothers yeah. grim uh, uh yeah. fairy tales fairy tales yeah they're all well dark. even even talking just christmas like christmas was a super pagan holiday that was like terrible and then the christians were like we gotta fix this and then they were like this is actually the day that jesus was born well kind of but, so they didn't necessarily take the pagan holiday and change it they sort of no. put their holiday around the same time as exactly that. so kind of yeah but it, it overtook it in a sense yeah. so that i wouldn't say mission. christmas started as a pagan holiday it was more that they put it at the same time as a pagan holiday to, okay to then, okay yes yeah yeah, yeah. yes I, I heard yes. something very interesting which is um around the time that they were trying to figure out when was jesus born there was this theory that very important people uh, died on the same day they were born. And so what they did is they said, they said, actually with Jesus, the most important event was his conception, not his birth. So they said Jesus was conceived on the same day he died. So they, they took Easter. So they took nine months from they, there. Nine then... months from Easter and said it must have been December 25th. Well, it would be nine months from Good Friday. Yeah, or, if you're talking about yeah. when he died. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not the that's right. Christian that's okay. Either, it's but. it's it's three days difference. I mean, you're yeah. <laughs> a couple pretty, days different. Pretty close. Time. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> the nine months gestation is not real exact, anyways, for yeah. anybody with. So, so that's yeah. that's what I heard. That's what they did at the time, as they said. Uh, interesting. Well, Jesus I, I was conceived. That, that would make sense. That lines up pretty close, though. I think yeah. you know, just was yeah, it does. back of the envelope math. Mm-hmm. And so that it wasn't necessarily based on, hey, we've got these pagan holidays in December. It was, hey, let's do some math and figure out when Jesus was born. And that's how they decided to do the math, because that was kind of the theory at the time. And yeah. uh, then they said, oh, well, he was born December 25th, which happened again to line up with, with some pagan holidays. And, and ultimately, we don't know when he was born. It's essentially no. the answer. They have some theories based on things like, oh, well, the sheep were out in the fields. The shepherds had them, so it must have been this time of year. But really, we don't know when he was born. Yeah. No. No. We have much better idea of when he died. Yeah. Because of how it lined up with holidays and stuff. Yeah, but, like with, with Passover um, celebrations and such. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even then, there's a little bit of debate about that because it says um, they were preparing for the Sabbath, but 
you know, if there's a holiday, a Sabbath, it can be like a, a Sabbath that's not on a Saturday because it's for a holiday, which makes it a holy day. And so there's some, some debate there, but mm-hmm. it really, it doesn't, ultimately it doesn't really matter what day it happened. No. That's not important, right? <laughs> it's the, <laughs> what, what happened. Was it's the remembrance. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's kind of like when you celebrate your birthday on a weekend when it was on Thursday, but you had to work and like you're still celebrating your birthday. It doesn't matter that it's the wrong day, right? Like it's just the celebrating the thing. Yeah. True. I, mean, I think there are people who, who don't know when they were actually born. So they just pick a day and they celebrate yeah. their birth on that day. True. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just do it once a year, you know. For that matter, I mean... I know when my parents told me I was born. I don't really know. <laughs> There's documented that's evidence. True, but <laughs> yes, yeah. I was gonna say, Scott, we got a birth certificate. That's true. I probably do have a birth certificate. I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah. That's a good point. Probably but I mean, photos. you know, ultimately, you're kind of trusting. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. they tell you, anyways. So. But I agree. Just picking a time to celebrate every year is more important than doing it on the exact correct day. I mean, the calendar has changed how many times since then, anyway. Yeah. So well, true. and if if I was made king, I would change the calendar again. But that's that's maybe a whole topic for another Are you episode. A thirteen month person. Scott has some very dis- definitive <laughs> ideas about what a calendar would should be. I do. Have that's some the thoughts. next episode. We'll, we'll have to talk about that on another episode. That would make a good episode, you, Scott. It would be. Yeah. Yes. If you just made every month twenty. Is it if you make every month four weeks? Twenty-eight, 28 days. days, exactly four yeah. weeks. Yeah. It works out so well. It you end up with so one one extra day, and that's New Year's Day, which is not 13, in a month. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, Scott's like, thank you. <laughs> Scott's like, finally, somebody agrees. Somebody with me. gets it. It's exactly I've been what I've been this saying for years. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. And the, all this yeah. talk of holidays being on different days of the. None of that would happen. It would be the same every year. Your birthday would always be the same. It would be. It would be. Easy. Isn't in the lunar cycle pretty close to twenty-eight days? Would that help with the lunar it's cycle? It's close to, but it's, it's not quite exact though. It's not it's quite like exact. 28, so you'd still have some drift if you're following the lunar calendar. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. As but, great as this all sounds, I really don't think that it's gonna ever get changed. Just because. I mean, it's been changed before, but it was usually by like an emperor that could just say it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Snap exactly. your fingers. We're now there. I mean, we, we are, can't even we get rid of too divided now. We can't even get rid of daylight savings time at this point. Well, so. with, with how hard the Y2K bug was to fix, it took <laughs> oh. all the engineers in the world to do. Uh, I don't think we can get all the engineers so in the world to just change how our date system works. That's so true. I I think it could be done, but anyway. <laughs> Scott, when you go to the UN and pitch your idea for the calendar, just like present this episode. Just be yes, like, this yes. is my this is my whole presentation. Well, you know, it's not so, a unique idea. So if we idea, go forward so. two hundred years to Christmas, it's gonna be not December twenty fifth. It's gonna be whatever the thirteenth month is, <laughs> and, okay. and Tra- we're also gonna have a new holiday that celebrates Tra- the day. <laughs> it's gonna be a new no, holiday be, like, named after Scott. No, that's the new holiday is named after me. The day that I finally got him to change oh. the calendar will be the holiday. Cause... Okay, okay. And there will be food, and there will <laughs> be community, and there will be lights. Lights. And there and will candy. be what was there? Other Present, ones? Br- gift candy, giving. Gift giving. Presents. Giving gifts. You gift a calendar. That's the gift. Traditional <laughs> calendar. But but no one would need a new calendar because it's the same every year. You don't have to get oh a new calendar goodness, every Scott, year. Oh my goodness, Scott, you're so right. <laughs> Fine. Why don't we we give them like a clock or something? Something. You just time get a, a wipe off calendar and you can use it forever. <gasps> That's every, so good. Everybody That's gets so their good. new i i uh, Apple Watch. 
that day. So mm. you have to update your calendar. <laughs> There That's, you go. That was a joke. If it's, if it's a holiday and after me, you're not getting an <laughs> Apple product probably. But <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We have to all get Samsung phones, and that mm. just sounds awful. I have, I actually have a Pixel. Pixel, thank oh you. Oh, my goodness, Scott. You're making it worse. That's how you're going to get it through, though, Scott. you got to get some corporations on board. So if you can get right, Apple on board, right, right. you know, get Apple Apple. With, with the gift being every year they're going to sell a new watch or phone to everybody gonna happen if a company was gonna just decide to change the calendar i could see apple doing it be like i don't care that everyone else uses a different calendar apple products now work on this calendar because we're gonna be different the The i calendar calendar. they're perfect that's so good that's what it'll be called and it'll be terrible yep just like most will will it be like apple maps (laughs) it will be like apple maps it won't be it won't be accurate (laughs) hey whoa I mean, Apple Maps I I had a go. whole bunch of issues. I get where I, I need to go. I still don't use it to this day. I use it every day. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. All right. Well, we got a little off of holidays, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> tangents, <laughs> tangents are expected and encouraged, On conversely. But I had one more thing that I thought might be kind of fun to talk about, um, a little more specifically Christmas-related. So we talked about the, the, the Twas the Night Before Christmas Right? The poem, the classic poem. That's where the names for the reindeer come from. And yes. it was written back in, what, what did I say, 1821, I think? 1823, maybe. And I think we should update the names for the reindeer. So, it's if it's being written today, what are the names of the reindeer? Why? So, and they've been changed in the past, actually. Oh, well, you see, I am a professional okay. at naming animals, so... Okay, yeah. right, so right, there we go. That's that's perfect. So it's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Dancer, Vixen. Vixen. What does Vixen even mean? I don't know. It's a name. Names don't have to mean but these things, are not, Scott. It's a what Dasher, does Scott mean? But none of these are, like, just names. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, like they're being named after... The, this one prances, and this one dances, and this one dashes. Comet, Cupid... And then it was Donner, originally, Blitzen. but it was originally Dunder and Blixum, which are the Dutch words for thunder and lightning. <gasps> oh, a vixen yeah. is a is a female fox. Oh, yes, yeah, Scott, it's actually a female fox. There you go. Okay, so but, that's what. But it my means. point is, some of these words are words that we don't even people don't even really know anymore. True. So we're gonna name, and we don't have to have eight. Uh, there's actually another poem in the 1860s. It looks like, no, in the 19, 1902, there you go, um, that had a list of 10 reindeer. It was Flossy and Glossy, <laughs> Racer and Pacer, Reckless and Speckless, Fearless and Peerless, and Ready and Steady. There you go. So they have to be rhyming pairs is what you're saying. Well, in that one it was. In that one it was. Not It doesn't have to be in this. In this other one it was you're trying to rhyme Vixen and Blixum, which then got changed to Blitzen, which rhymes a little bit better with vixen but yeah i don't know so what are we gonna what are we gonna name our reindeer if we're renaming them let's see chad and mm. fad <laughs> well the most popular dog name is bella like every dog bella, really? bella these days mm. so maybe that's might so have true. to include that okay. one or cooper cooper for a boy i've heard that one a lot for dogs my dog's name is rocky oh that's rocky. a good name yeah and i have banjo and bernie yeah and you're cam what's your dog's name i can't remember pretzel Pretzel. That's right. Pretzel. That. Pretzel's a good name for dogs. Yes. Good name. We like food names for our dogs. You know, we could we could just give all our reindeer food names. We could name them Turkey 
and cranberry. <laughs> and That's a terrible name for a dog. Turkey and lurkey. I feel like venison Turkey would be alert. a bad idea. But... <laughs> no. Venison. Uh. <laughs> well, it's just like naming a pig bacon. I've heard of that before. <laughs> That's funny, though, because the pig is actually going to be turned into bacon. But a deer might be turn turned into dog. venison. No, we're talking about the deer. Reindeer. The, the reindeer. I, no, I guess. Okay, I kind of get it now. Yeah, yep, yep. I thought we were talking about dog names. Got a now, little distracted. Would you call reindeer meat venison? Is that, or is that, do they have their own name? I I guess that's a <sighs> that's good point. A good that's what you call deer meat. So I, w I would assume so. Let me check. Yeah, check. Look it up. What is reindeer meat called? I've had reindeer before. It was it was it was delicious. I had it while I was in France. It's called venison. It's still called venison. Okay. Welcome to our new show, Googling with Joe Lynn. <laughs> it's this is. That would be such a good podcast. It's just, just me Googling. Googling. Do you know how often I use Google? <laughs> if you just you, I just go through my Google history searches and I just explain them. That's my whole podcast. Um, so it's still called venison. It is used for white-tailed deer, reindeer, moose, elk, and several non-native animals such as red deer, axle deer, fallow deer, sika deer, deer. Goodness. Anyway, yes, it's venison. Nice. Was one of those actually and called Fowler Deer? Did you actually? Is that like my last name? It's Fallow. Oh, Fallow. Okay. Now, Fallow. you didn't include yeah. caribou close. on that list, which is interesting because reindeer are just caribou. They're just tame caribou. Hmm. They're the same species. I didn't know that. Okay, one second. I'll Google caribou. Yeah, reindeer are just tamed caribou. I didn't know that. So there are some slight that. differences because... In captivity and the wild, they're a little bit different, but yeah. so reindeer are domesticated. Yes, reindeer are basically domestic caribou, I believe. I'm looking it up here. Let's see. I thought that was my job, Scott. <laughs> I know. It's Ask Joe Lynn. We were in, <laughs> we were in uh, Alaska a couple of years ago, and went to a reindeer. We like we went to a reindeer farm, basically. And so yeah, they're called caribou if they're wild, and reindeer if they are domesticated. In Europe, they're called reindeer either way. But they are a member of the deer family, so it makes sense for them to be called venison. Venison. Yeah. venison. All right. Well, anyway, so I don't think we want to name our reindeer venison. <laughs> I think it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Well, we, uh, we can go. On. So venison. So we need at least two of them to rhyme if they're going to fit into the poem, right? Okay. So we've got Bella and venison so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if we're going to use Bella, I mean, we could go with Stella too. Bella and Stella. We could do Bella the rhyming pairs. I mean, you know, I mean, you have them. Well. Do you have them hitched up in, in pairs? So, so yeah. is Stella got a groove back? Is that is that a Christmas movie now? Yeah. Yes. I yes. like it. Bella and Stella. Venison and... Ooh, that's a tough rhyme. Um, Edison. Edison. Cherafin. Isn't cherafin a thing? Like in paraffin. Christmas? Paraffin is a thing. That's paraffin. That's like wax. Paraffin wax? Oh. Like candles? No. It's like, there's a song I'm thinking of. I'll think of it. I think Edison and Venison is a, a near enough rhyme. Yeah, Edison. Close enough. Edison I think that's Edison. excellent. Venison. Excellent. Well done. Yes. Of course, there's a question of whether we want to honor Edison or not. But You know. the light, Did he do something bad? If, you, if you've been dead long enough, you've become a bad guy and you were a terrible person and they hate you now. <laughs> that seems to be the that's way it fair. goes. Some dead guys are still respected. I know. But it feels like... At some point, you know, we had, we used to, Columbus used to be a good guy. Now he's a bad guy. Edison was a good guy. Now he's a bad guy. It just feels like everybody, and some of them deserve that, obviously. But anyway. Yeah. Some of them are being seen through the lens of modern times. Through the modern times. And yeah. also just, 
I mean, kind of like I said, I, I only know what my birthday is because I trust what I was told. You know, the farther we get in history, the less clear I think some things are about what actually happened in the past. So, And there, I think you need to have a little bit of a separation between there are good things that people do and there are bad things that people do. So, is, you know, Edison's contributions to society, he still contributed to society, sure, but then he did some bad things. So, virtually everyone's... Could, could could be could be true of most people yeah yep true. I, I mean you know look at martin luther and uh he had a lot of yeah. good things to say and he wrote about some bad things too and of course those of us that call ourselves lutherans would not would not condone everything that he ever did or wrote yeah. so true yes anyways okay, uh so back to the name so what Edison, else do we wanna... venison bella stella yeah so there's eight, you said, or ten, eight to ten. Yeah, do we want it? Do we want any of them to be like Christmassy? Mm. Feels like maybe mm. some Christmassy names would be good. Tinsel. What, what's Tinsel. the what's the Tinsel's plant good. where you kiss under it? Uh, mistletoe. Holly? Mistletoe. Mistletoe. Holly's a good one too, though. I like Holly. Holly and Jolly. You gotta have Holly and Jolly. Oh, right? Holly, Holly and Jolly. And Jolly. There Jolly. you go. Yeah. That's good. What would rhyme with tinsel? That's what I was trying to think of. Stencil. Pencil. Pencil. <laughs> Those are good though. <laughs> Those are not good. Pencil um, and pencil. How about piney and whiny? Piney and whiny, I like that. <laughs> That's good. I can see piney and whiny being in a in a Christmas movie, like a kids absolutely. Kids movie. I, I was gonna say I was, and I have the story for whiny, like when the kids, like when they're naughty, like the naughty kids, whiny don't let, whiny will come get you if you're not not being good, you know. Don't be able to be good or whiny will come get you. Was Rudolph in the original rhyme or no. poem? No, okay. he was not. No, he not. came later. He was in. Um, I still have the site. That I had. I looked up Wikipedia on the reindeer names to have the list here. So, um, Rudolph's story was originally written in verse for the Montgomery Ward department stores in 1939, and published as a book to be given to children in the store at Christmas time. It came from a department store. That's interesting. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing. Where most good holiday traditions have all come from. I mean. A lot of Christmas stuff, like I said, the stockings, what Santa looks like, a lot of that came from the poem uh, Visit from St. Nicholas or Twas the Night Before Christmas. That was published in the Sentinel in New York in 1823. So it was in a newspaper. But Wow. All right. So how many reindeer do we want? That's the next question. We've got Bella, Stella, Edison and Venison, Holly and Jolly, Piney and Whiny, possibly Tinsel, but we didn't have a pair. No, there's no good pair for tinsel. All right, no tinsel. Well, tinsel could be the Rudolph. He doesn't have to rhyme with anybody. He's he's the, the he's the head. He's the leader. Oh my gosh, and he's tinsel because he ha- he like wears tinsel. Like he doesn't have a red nose. He just has tinsel. All right, I like it. Bella and Stella, Edison and Venison, Holly and Jolly, Piney and Whiny. Much better than Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Dun- Dunder, and Blixem, right? I thought it was Blitzen. It was originally Dunder the and Blixem. Yep. The yep, Dutch. Yep, yep. Dutch. 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 Yep, okay. Apparently. Dunder and Blixem means thunder and lightning in colloquial New York Dutch. So it's not like official Dutch, apparently. So we've got our new reindeer. We've got our ideal holiday. Um, we talked about some holiday traditions and things. And all right. So final thing. Give me your first first favorite Holiday memory. What's one thing that jumps out at you? Favorite holiday memory, just the first one you think of from your past. I remember 
getting very excited about getting a gift, which was uh, like a crash test dummy playset. I I don't know why, but I was just like in love with that thing. And like, I just loved getting those random like toy gifts, which were like stuff my mom would never buy me because like basically it was a waste of money and I would never use it. But my family would buy me those toy sets. And I remember specifically I would for several years in a row, they would buy me crash test dummy stuff. I don't know why, but it was it would I really liked it for some reason. So they had receiving those gifts as a child, I think, are are fond memories. My holiday thing that I remember is my grandma many Thanksgivings ago had made a um pumpkin pie and she had dished it out for everybody and my aunts and my siblings were sitting at the table and we were eating it and they were eating it and kind of looking at each other weird and then I remember I was very little at the time and I took a bite and I like spit it out and was like this is so gross and all of them were like Jolyn don't say that and I was like it is and my grandma took a bite of it and she's like I forgot the sugar so she didn't put sugar in the pumpkin pie so it probably was pretty gross then it was really gross but now that's the joke in our family right right Someone in my family once made puppy chow and accidentally used uh, flour instead of powdered sugar. <laughs> That's so funny. That would not be yeah. good. We won't. We won't. We won't name the person because I'll get in trouble. We won't disclose the name, but it rhymes with pot. No, rhymes, it does not rhyme it, with oh. pot. It rhymes. It's somebody who I will get in trouble for naming. Okay, so we we know enough said. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but yeah. Anyway, Cam, what's the memory? Uh, is it just a memory? Uh, I, I I have a first rec- one you I, think of, something that stands uh, out. First to one you. I think of. Okay, I've got a recent one then. So uh, one of my favorite ones is that uh, when my uh, wife and my sister-in-law were both, her sister were were cooking in the making a uh, holiday uh, pecan pie, and uh, the, the pie was absolutely delicious but uh they were drinking a little bit while they were making it and they just were i mean they were hilarious while they were making it and they clearly did something wrong to it because it was not quite right but it was still delicious i mean it was actually one of the best pies i've ever had but they'll never ever be able to replicate it again because they were they might have been a little intoxicated while they were making it so it's just a it's a fun memory i i you know it's been years ago we remind her all the time of it you know you're gonna make that pie again and then they never can replicate it yeah Mm. yeah Nice. I have, so one thing that stands out to me from when I was little, it's not necessarily a good memory, I guess, but it's just very memorable, is I for several years in a row, I was sick on Christmas like every year. And I can remember there was sort of a tradition in our family of uh, doing sort of a scavenger hunt thing for your big present, you know? Um, and I was doing, I was following these clues around the house and I can remember my family following me and I'm just like, I'm digging in my mom's closet because there was a clue that led me to like her shoes or something. And all of a sudden I turn and ran through them and they were like, oh, he found the next clue. And they followed me as I ran to the bathroom and threw up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So not really a good memory. And then uh, since since I'm since it's my show, I get to do two. Uh, (laughs) But a good memory. uh, Joe Lynn's probably heard this story before. Cam may have as well. But, you know, we always sing Silent Night on Christmas Eve. And we have mm. candles. So we light the candles and everybody. And I can remember a few years ago, I'm up in front of the church leading the, the music, right? And we're singing Silent Night, you know. And everybody's lighting their candles. And out of the corner of my eye, I see hands waving. <laughs> and I thought, oh, no, somebody lit something on fire, you know, right? And so I, my head jerked over to, you know, it's sort of an alarm. And I see this one sweet old lady who is a little... Um, 
not all there. <laughs> and she's just got her hands up and she's having fun singing and she's just enjoying the music and you know, <laughs> and and it, it the the kind of oh no something's wrong to oh that's funny just made it even funnier and I was like trying not to laugh but like inside I'm giggling and I'm like you're leading Silent Night in front of the church you can't laugh and so I'm up there which makes it even funnier and I'm yeah, trying not to yeah. laugh while singing and anyways so <laughs> so good that's a good one so good so all right cool well thank you guys for joining me um talking about Christmas and other holidays and especially David thank you for sharing with us the Jewish perspective and we don't we mm -hmm. I don't think the three of us know that much about Jewish holidays so it's nice no. to get an expert or a pseudo expert maybe I don't know <laughs> more of an expert than we are for sure um I am anyways. not an expert disclaimer <laughs> yeah I, I figured you would <laughs> not claim to be an expert that's why I figured well maybe I shouldn't declare him an expert because he might not feel <laughs> want that but David, you, your ranks on YouTube, that's where people can find more about you, just youtube.com slash at ranksk. Yep. It's R-A-N-G-S-K. I'll put links in the you know show notes and stuff. Cam, JoLynn, anything you want to promote? Any places you want me to send people to? Um, you can get me at Venmo. It's JoLynn Ask. <laughs> just want to send some cash my way. Much appreciated. Yeah, you mentioned that last episode. Any, did that work out for you at all? I don't think so. <laughs> Didn't get any requests, so... Don't know if I can come back on this show again. I'm not getting paid enough. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm not it's, either, so don't worry. <laughs> it's the holidays. That's so true. Just be good to each other. That's all I got to say. That's all I got. So. I agree. Cool. Second to that, Cam. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you again. Have a good rest of your day. Hope you have a good holiday. It's. Is it. Hanukkah's going on right now, isn't it? Uh, it ends tomorrow night. Well, so when so when this goes up, Hanukkah just ended about a week and a half ago, didn't it? <laughs> and yeah. we're almost to Christmas. So smooth, yeah, yeah, Scott. Yeah. So I mean, I think people know that we record these prior to when they actually go online. No, this so. is live. Completely this live. is happening right now. Yeah. So depending on call uh, in, <laughs> depending on when this gets posted and when people listen to it. Hanukkah either just ended or maybe ended a while ago and Christmas is about to happen or just happened or something. It's actually in February when you post this. <laughs> so whatever holiday is coming up for you as you listen to this, hope you have a good holiday. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>